It came home. He's done it. Hello and welcome back to the FPL by Dummies, episode three. I'm Tom. And I'm Cam. And we're back again. Poor uh, all this preseason stuff is killing me. It's absolutely killing me. I thought these these cheaper prices were gonna make my life so much easier and it has not at all. Um T minus four days. T minus four days. Happy FPL Eve Eve Eve. Eve. Yeah. Um I'm not ready at all. You ready? <laughs> no, I mean uh, none of this, well, I'll, I'll see how generous I am later on, but none of this will make the edit. But Tom and I have just spent the past like 20 minutes like agonising over, well, I've been agonising over different drafts and Tom has been telling me how stupid each of them sounds. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm certainly not ready and there's still plenty more changes to be made before the end of the week, but we will talk about that shortly, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, first start, I think we should start um, not talking about men's football, women's football. Uh, it came home! It fucking came home. He's done it! Uh, <laughs> Did you watch? You watch? You watched yesterday, didn't you? I did watch it. Yeah, um, pretty exciting. I, yeah, I no, very much enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, it was um, a good, a strong start from the lionesses, and then Germany came back into the game, um, and then pretty much dominated it from the uh, beginning of the second half. And England were very much playing on the counter attack, but. Can we just talk about that first goal? Oh, I was literally yeah. about to say, like, the second goal was quite scrappy, but that first goal, I was like, what the actual shit? On the, run, shit, on the like... run, chipping the keeper into the far corner, like, and that, that ball, should have been the winning goal. Like, that ball, the ball played yeah. into her as well was just an absolute joke. I was like, what the actual shit is this? But, it's yeah. insane. So. It was mental. Yeah. So, so no, super happy that. because, like, as well, you know, I'm pretty sure England England men have never won the Euros, and so the no, first no. team to win the Euros and actually, you know, like I've seen lots of posts of like '66 Bobby Moore and then 2022 um, the the England girls, but like when they were, people were talking about it coming home for so many years, and then it was actually the women's team that did it first. Like, um, you know, it's it's great to see. Yeah, I yeah, it was actually I, I and I'll be the first to say that I didn't watch much women's football before this um but i really enjoyed it i'm actually thinking because like, i got a friend of mine uh, who plays for forest green who's like i mean they're in a, a lower league and obviously bristol city aren't far away i'm actually quite tempted to go to a few games this year if i can find the time because well, I, I mean i really, really enjoyed it the, uh, i was w- watching a video earlier on today and they were talking about it they were talking about the semi-final um because the video had been posted a few days ago now but you know they were saying the last time or the past few occasions that major tournaments have been on, like they've not been that watchable. And I think that's fine to say, but the it's because there was no funding in the sport. And so mm. none of the women were actually professional athletes and had been able to commit four, five, six days out of the seven a week to training and, you know, learning their craft and improving and upping the standard and the quality. But now that isn't the game. Like, yeah, it's, it's really exciting football to watch. And like, the build-up, the the technicality, but also like the physicality of it as well. Like, as you said, that was certainly well above a championship level game, if not a solid Premier League game kind of standard. So um, I think it, I think it's fine to say that previously it wasn't enjoyable to watch, but there was no support for it. So what can you expect really? But you see yeah. when, when they're fully supported and given the same resources, they can produce just as good a product, if not better. So... Um, 
no, it was, it was aside from obviously the ecstasy of actually winning the game, it was a genuinely really good game to watch. Um, and yeah, the girls played really well. Also, Lucy Bronze, just like what a player. Like I heard a lot about her, you know, she's been up in the running for the Ballon d'Or and stuff. Um, been to PSG and all these, was it no PSG, Leon was it? She, uh, she was PSG, um, she's at Barcelona now, I know that. Um, no, 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 yeah, sorry, Leon, Man City, yeah. Leon, back to Man City. Yeah, now Barcelona. Now Barcelona, yeah. So like her about yeah. her being, you know, so good, but she was literally like, the best player on the pitch, in my opinion, anyway, from right back. Um, just everything she did was like looks so easy. It's just mad um, that I mean, like when you think about like the men's football, like a right a right back being like Ballon d'Or nominated. Yeah, like, that's how good she is. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty cool. It was and and the forwards that she's up against again are genuinely world class players, and she's playing at right back. So yeah, super impressed, and yeah, just buzzing for the girls that they brought it home. Yeah, they're just gonna have to change the song now. Free Alliance is gonna have to change in it because it's not six, six mm. years of hurt anymore. It's not, not, got, not quite the ring, same ring yeah. to it. One year of hurt or two <laughs> years of hurt, is it? So, yeah. anyway, on something more depressing, FPL. Um, yeah, so obviously it's a bit of a weird one because usually we would go straight into Snogmare Avoid for the old listeners, new new listeners. You'll find that while that is out next week. Um, so what we're gonna do is go through mining cams drafts. We're starting in goalkeepers, work our way forward, and just talk through sort of. Players in our draft, players we're thinking about, hopefully give you guys some terrible advice as we normally do. And yeah, just ramble on it as per normal. So um, goalkeepers, who are you on at the moment, mate? Um, at the minute, I talked, well, last two weeks ago now, I talked about um, maybe going with two 4.5s or just a standard 4.5 to be my staple for the season and free up funds elsewhere. But Kind of on reflection, I do see the merit in going, particularly with like the cheaper pricing this year with Edouard Mendy. Um, so at the minute, I've got him in sticks at five mil, and then Liz Lees. I don't know if is he French. I know looks like he's Polish, uh, but Southampton's like third goalkeeper or something like that, just as uh, bench fodder to free up funds elsewhere. So that's my strategy for the time being: is a decent premium playing goalkeeper, and then just bench fodder. Yeah, uh, yeah. Most owned goalkeeper at the moment as well is is old Mendy. Uh, I am on David Raya at the moment, as per normal. The Brentford bias kicks in. Um, I mean, there's quite a few interesting four point fives, but um, interesting four mil for you actually as well. While we're on it, uh, there's quite high chance that Schmeichel's getting sold. Apparently, apparently there's lots of bids coming in, and uh, apparently Brendan Rogers come out and said that if Schmeichel does go, that He'll basically leave it. He'll leave it up to the reserve keepers to fight out for first choice place. So, potential Danny Ward, at, which is four mil, becomes a playing uh, goalkeeper. I mean, I, you would assume they would sign a replacement, but I mean, just out of interest, that sort of that literally I mean has happened in the last sort of timestamps Monday the first of, of August, but that's happened literally in the last sort of hour. I think it was in a press conference. So, interesting. I that's quite interesting. Do you know where those bids have come in from? I want to say it's like Nice or something. It's weird. Like, I mean, um, I can have. I say I can always have a look while we're here. But I mean, he's like thirty six. Is he thirty five? Yeah, one hour ago, Cash Recycle will undergo Nice medical this week. Oh wow, <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, thirty five years old. Um, really bizarre. But yeah, um, four point five months. Oh yeah, I'm on Raya. Um, first two fixtures aren't great for him, but I mean, Brentford's run of fixtures from game week three all the way to game week sixteen. They play. In that, in that time, they only play Man United, Arsenal, 
Chelsea and Man City of last year's top or six, six, I guess. Um, well, no, Man United finished seventh. So, yeah, Arsenal, Chelsea, Man City. And, and then obviously we'll say United and Leicester's first game of the season. That's a ridiculous run of fixtures for him. Um, yeah, Mendy as well. Good fixtures all round, isn't it for them? Oh, sorry. Yes, I didn't. <laughs> I no, no, I was. I was just getting switched to that. Uh, yeah, he's got like um, pretty much all greens up until game week seven, which is like mid September. Um, the only thing they play Spurs uh, game week two at home, but aside from that, you would expect if he and Chelsea's defense has any sort of the form of the first half of last season, then uh, there'd be good points to be had there. Um, I did mention uh, Nick Pope last or two weeks ago now. Um, um, also priced at five million, you think is pretty much guaranteed to be number one. I mean, they reckon might be. They reckon Dubravka might start the season though. This is the thing that I think you know. I think Eddie Howe's trying to create a squad that there's competition in every place um, to try and push Newcastle as far up the league as they can. Obviously with. The massive investment that's not gone unnoticed. Um, they're trying to push for bigger and better things. So for that, you kind of need the sort of squad depth that they're trying to build. So I can see there being competition between him and Dubravka. I don't think it's, you know, nailed on one way or the well, Sorry, what is it I'm trying to say? I, I think Pope would start. I don't think it's a given that there will be rotation, but there is that possibility. So maybe that is and a mark against his name and you maybe go for Mendy in that instance because there's no chance Kepa's starting over him. So Yeah, I mean, yeah, and it's also Chelsea defence versus Newcastle defence. Is there anyone else that's interesting? I mean, Alison Edison, obviously the 5.5s this year and obviously they've dropped goalkeepers down. Yeah, I mean... I mean, does it just take up a space? I think, as you say, because of his price um, and the defence he plays in, Mendy's head and shoulders above Fabianski, Martinez, Pope, Ramsdale, Saar... And well, Schmeichel might leave, but we'll throw Schmeichel in there for the time being. Um, the only person who might be worth considering is De Gea. Um, but even with that said, United are a bit of an unknown quantity. Like, all looks very promising in pre season, but we'll have to wait and see what happens when the rubber hits the road if they actually, you know, turn that into league form. Probably um, not. Well, you never know. Um, as the past managers have suggested, you're probably right, probably not, but we'll wait to see if Ten Hag's any different. Um, so I think Mendy is the standout choice. Um, but if you're dropping to kind of cheaper uh, goalkeepers like you've talked about, uh, David Rea. Um, Bobby Sanchez. Pick- yeah, yeah, Sanchez is always solid. I think Pickford might be in with a shout. You know, it'll be interesting to see how Everton play this year, but he had a really good season last year. Um, and you think that Everton can only be better than they were last year. Um, oh, I don't know. I reckon they could be worse. Do you reckon? I think I so, yeah. I know they've sold Richardson, but... Yeah, they're not... I mean, I don't even know who they've bought, to be honest. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting. Oh, Dwight McNeil, of course. 20 million Dwight McNeil, the guy that got one assist and no goals last year. <laughs> um, yeah, and then there are loads of people who talk about Meslier as well. I mean, it's 4.5. That just screams dodgy to me. Didn't they concede like one of the highest amount of goals last year? Oh yeah, they did. Who have you got in your defence? So at the moment, and it's changed so often. Uh, Trent, Cancelo, Perisic, Eight Nori, 
Neko Williams. So you have four of the top five owned defenders. Only yeah. Who? Oh, Eight Nori is the only one that isn't in that. I didn't realize Neko, I didn't realize Neko Williams was in the top five most owned yep. players. That's really funny. Just uh, because he's pure, you know, pure his so cheap. Well, his price is so cheap, but he's also going to be uh, Forest starting right back. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm never going to play him. No, you probably won't unless they're well. Norwich aren't in the division this year, but if you had that sort of team for them to come up against, you might. Yeah, and you know he might throw. He might have decent uh, productivity in terms of assists and stuff. You never know. So you might he'll, be worth. He'll only play when I get to the week where half my team are ill and and he has to come off or the bench against each other, like Chelsea yeah. play Liverpool or something like that. I still, I think I'd still rather play them, but <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, I mean, yeah. Trent Cancelo, Paris is just pretty recently being re-added into my squad. Um, yeah, how about you? Uh, I've also I've got three of those uh, five. Well, no, sorry, I've got four. I've also got four. Um, I mean, okay. it's the same four: Cancelo, the same four. Trent, Perisic, and Williams. Uh, I've just differed in going for Ben White instead of Aitnouri. Um Arsenal have looked really good this preseason and have a better run of fixtures to start off with. So, um, yeah, we'll wait and see how that actually plays out. But um, and White's not particularly highly owned, only seven point four percent. So a small differential. So if you if they get any clean sheets, that will be marginal gains, hopefully. So yeah. So what are you starting with? Are you? I assume you're a three back to start with, then. Yeah, you, uh, you're starting um, like eleven at the moment as a three back. I mean, I could I could go to a four back and uh, throw Ben Ben White in to start, or, or do a five back and play Neko Williams just for just for lols. <laughs> for the banter so away I'm... against Newcastle might be a tough ask though. Yeah, um, but yeah, I could throw Ben White in because I do have. I mean, we'll get. It's not too much of a spoiler, but I've got De Silva starting at the minute, first game of the season, so I could swap White out for him. But I do quite like playing attacking formations. Um, in terms of having as many midfielders and or forwards. So whether that's a 3-4-3 or a 3-5-2, I do quite like it because I just feel like what we saw last year, big at the back was a thing. Um, So having five defenders can give you good returns. But generally speaking, the attackers are the ones that bring in the the big points. So I like to kind of front load if I can. But yeah, White could definitely come in to start for the beginning, first game of the season. Yeah, I mean, the, I mean, the big one we're missing both of us is is Reece James. Um, yeah, I, I, I just it's just the talk of him potentially playing right centre back. I just, I mean, I can move to him. I'm sure at some point if I need to. I mean, it'd be pretty scary the first couple of game weeks, but I just yeah. I think I'd just rather go somewhere somewhere else, a bit bit more. I'm also kind of some. We'll wait and see how it plays out. If as I said, if Chelsea are the Chelsea of the beginning half of last season, the beginning half of this season, then, you know, doubling up on their defence absolutely makes sense. But I just feel a little bit nervous having Mendy in goal and then James as well. Um, I did have Chilwell in my last draft, but um, you mentioned that he hasn't played a few games and Alonso's actually started some. So I just feel like to be spending that much on a defender and not knowing whether they're going to start or not, it's a bit risky. Um and then conversely, that applies to Alonso because Chilwell could start. Um, and then, yeah, you've obviously mentioned about Paris, uh, James being played maybe at right centre-back. So, um, yeah, it may be a, a case to bring them in. I might shift from Cancelo to one of them if that does happen. But 
equally I might not because that doesn't really cover any city um, defence and their start to the season is also ridiculous. Um, They don't play any of the big teams until Spurs in game week seven. Um, I mean, they do have West Ham to start the season, which we'll wait and see how West Ham play, which could be tough, but um, City have such a good away record at West Ham, barring the game last year. Um, that could be good points. So, yeah, I think Trent and Cancelo, are, unless something crazy happens in the next couple of days, they're like they're definitely they're definitely in the team now. Perisic less so, just because of. I, I'm still looking at Trippier. That's still the interesting one for me. He just looks really. I mean, he just is a good player, isn't he? Mm. I'm and no Robbo a, either. No Robbo in my team. As in, yeah, so the the one I've seen is Robbo versus Diaz. This shit this week, yeah. I mean, um, Robbo got the assist for Darwin's goal in um, the Community Shield. You know, re- repeating kind of what he did last season, being so high up the pitch, like you know, he was in maybe just outside the six-yard box when he headed the ball back across goal, um, which is just ridiculous for a left back. So if he carries on playing like that, then it's basically like having a, a mid, a Liverpool midfielder. Who also gets clean sheet points every now and then, so it is certainly a consideration. But at the minute, I'm just going with Trent for the same reasons I mentioned about Mendy and uh, James is doubling up on the defence so early on in the season. Um, could could really play dividends, but at the same time, I'm not sure how it's going to work out. So, and you don't fancy don't fancy Cooler Daddy from just for memes and banner. Well, he does destroy does destroy Aguero and Vardy, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, is Chelsea obviously had an exodus of centre backs, um, so you'd expect that he might start. But again, it's just waiting to see. I've not particularly paid attention to any of their preseason, so he might have played every minute. I don't know, but um, yeah, you'd, th- you'd think Thiago Silva was nailed on to start. Uh, there's obviously Chalaba Sar also competing for positions, so we'll wait and see. But at the minute. I think I'd prefer to have full-backs than a centre-back, um, particularly as premium defensive options or mid-price to premium defensive options. Um, yeah. And the final... And the, and the one I've seen... I mean, the one that everyone's talking about because he might play CDM, <laughs> Zinchenko. I mean, I just hate it because the fact that... Well, Trippier's out, so he's going to play left-back to start the season. And then a CDM... I guess gets clean sheets, but doesn't really score many goals. So you're basically still he's still a player that's basically just getting clean sheets. I don't see the appeal of him playing CDM. No, um, I don't either. He might have the opportunity to have shots on the edge of the box. I don't know, but I think I'd be more persuaded to. Ha- I, I'm with you. I wouldn't have him, but I'd be more persuaded to have him if I knew he was going to start a left back because I'd feel like he can get forward, cross the ball potentially be on set pieces, although Odegaard probably will be. Mm. Um, you know, getting to the byline, crossing, edge of the box, taking shots. Um, I don't think it's particularly appetising having him. I mean, no one looks to own Kante. I mean, some people own Jorginho because of penalties, but no one looks to own Kante or Rice or whatever. For but then I guess, he, I guess he's like, admits. he's a Kante, but gets clean sheet points because he's a defender. Yeah, but... As I say, I think it's more appealing if he's the starting left back than a CDM. Like, yeah, I think I know. I agree with you. Unless he was playing like an eight or something, like like yeah. a bit more further yeah. forward, which I don't know if he will. 
Xhaka in there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like it anyway. I don't like it. I hate it, actually. <laughs> Matty Cash is quite highly owned for someone with a decent start, but it gets quite tricky quite quickly. Um, I think it's an um, interesting one if you're doing like the early wild card. So like, because there's obviously, because we got the X, because obviously got like the limitless, not limitless, but like unlimited transfers during the uh, World Cup. So obviously a lot of people are talking about doing a very early wild card and you could then just attack the first few fixtures. I mean, Bournemouth, Everton, Everton and Crystal Palace are really good fixtures. So it is interesting from that point of view. But then you could also, but then you could also do it with Trippier. I mean, you just do yeah. Nottingham Forest and Brighton and I prefer that. How early are people talking about with this wild card? I mean, some people are talking about doing it after the first week, which I don't really get, but... That seems stupid. I mean, you can do that. I mean, it's, the nice thing is you don't have the point where I think last year, obviously, a lot of people left it late, which makes more sense because then obviously you set your team well for the second half of the season mm. and then, then obviously going into the chip, like using the chips and everything. But whereas this season, you've obviously got that in the bank, ready to go around Christmas. So, I mean, I just personally, personally prefer Trippier over cash if you're going short term because you've got Nottingham Forest and Brighton. I think Nottingham Forest is, I mean, I Newcastle at home to Nottingham Forest. I mean, that's a tough game for them, first game. So Yeah, yeah I but I mean, it's also his fixtures after that. Um, he does have City and Liverpool in their first five games. But as you've just mentioned, Forest, Brighton, Wolves between City and uh, Liverpool. But then they have Palace, West Ham, Bournemouth, Fulham, Brentford. Um, yeah. They've got, is that... They play all three newly promoted teams within the first 10 games. Um, you know, West Ham is a tricky game as well. So three hours. And he's on, and he's on, um, and he's on set pieces, isn't he? Of course. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, exactly. Um, I think Trippier is quite... Um, Fuck sake, I want Trippier on my team again. <laughs> you're so, you're um, seesawing between him and Perisic, aren't you? No, it's, no, I'm not actually. So I've got half a mil in the bank. So I'm tempted okay. to just get eight nori up to Trippier, which I probably will oh, do, okay. to be honest. But um, I'll flip, I'll flip flop so bloody hard in this this week. I mean, I'm I'm assuming I'm sort of speaking for ninety percent of the people listening that are just flip flopping between every other defender. Um, because yeah, it's just so hard to pick at the moment. So, yeah, not sure. Midfielders, midfielders. I mean, um, I dropped a little bit of a bomb last week or the week before that. I need to remember that it was two weeks ago. Um. <laughs> When I said I was going to go without Salah, um, originally planned to go. Well, let's get it up quickly so I remember it. Um, Son, Luis Diaz, Mares as my kind of big hitters, um, and then have Cheap and De Silva and Neto. And in this most recent draft, I still do have De Silva, Neto, Diaz, but I've um, sacrificed Grealish for uh, Mares, so saved myself a meal, and I've bumped up Son with that mill to Salah um, because I think it was always going to happen. Like Salah is Mo Salah. He's going to score goals. Um, took his penalty very well against City. Um, so he's clearly got pens uh, that he's on duty for. And then just from open play, he's going to score goals. So uh, we'll get to the front line, but I think I'm going to go without Darwin. Um stick with the old faithful in Salah and then Diaz looks like he's going to start the season really well. The only one that might change still is Grealish. Yeah, so you're five in the middle then at the moment? So you, are you a 3-5-2 or are you a 3-4-3? So that's what I was saying. At the, well, I think... Um, or 4-4-2? Four, 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 
yeah, it's either going to be a 3-5-2 or 4-4-2. Again, not spoiling much. I've got Taylor for Forrest as just bench fodder um, to enable my other two strikers. So I'm not going to play him ever, really. Um, So it's only ever really going to be a 4-4-2 or a 3-5-2. Can't think of any other permutations. Maybe a 4 yeah, no, four three three. So yeah, five three, one of those. five three, five three two. Five three, Nico two, Williams. Maybe. We've already yeah. talked about it. Um, He's going to play every game for you, hundred <laughs> percent commitment. But uh, yeah, I, I'm not convinced on Grealish. I'm not convinced on any of the City um, attackers, which is ridiculous because they're they're going to score hundred plus goals this season. But I just don't know where they're going to come from. Um, and what's likely is it's going to be really spread out, and so that's going to be really frustrating to try and pick. So um, yeah, at the minute, Grealish is an enabler. Um, for Salah, but I might see if I can shift funds around. But I'm, that is I'm a really good excited. enabler. I'm really excited by Neto. Yeah, um, I have Neto as well. Salah, more Salah, of course. Luis Diaz, Martinelli, and Josh De Silva as well. Um, yeah, there's not really much more to add. I really like Neto. That's a really. Good, I mean, it just seems quite obvious. It's a bit of a gift, isn't it? I think at five point five. Mm. Like attacking midfielder, very cheap. They've actually looked quite free flowing and attacking in preseason, although Jimenez is out injured. But yeah, it's interesting. And my Martinelli at six mil as well. It's just a joke. I mean, the whole Arsenal team is just so cheaply priced. It seems the only thing is, I don't think anyone would buy them if they were more expensive. Um, well, I don't know. It's like, do you reckon it's like either there's an Arsenal fan in FPL Towers who just has dropped all the price of Arsenal players so you can have them really cheap? Or there's a Spurs fan who just doesn't rate anything. <laughs> and has done the same. I mean, Martinelli got 100 points last year playing 1,855 minutes. Does it say their number of appearances in that? I don't think it does. Uh, no, it doesn't. But he, di- he didn't play that much. I think he was injured, obviously, at the start of the yeah, season. Yeah, he had stints where he in the team. And then Smith-Rowe kept him out for a while. And then he came back in and kept Smith-Rowe out. Um, but I th- not sure if Smith has got a niggle or something, but I just haven't seen him really play much at all this preseason. Yeah, I mean, he got... what minutes minutes played? I mean, that's eighteen hundred minutes played. There's usually what three about three thousand eight hundred in total. So if you double that, that would wait. So he got six goals and seven assists last year. You, I mean, you could go. I mean, not, it's not going to happen, is it? But twelve goals, fourteen assists would be absolutely ridiculous. Mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, as I say, I just don't think that if they were any higher priced that anyone would go for them. But also, um, everyone does need a little bit of a cheap beast in their team that like um, is not necessarily underpriced, but yeah, I don't know. I think like Jared Bowen was that guy last year. He's obviously since yeah. had a price rise. Um, and Saka too. Both of them got deserved price rises. But um, I don't think Martinelli showed as much as they did to be priced any higher than he is. Um, whereas those two obviously were on fire. So um, I'm, I'm interested to hear who you think in the City team is going to, you know, who, who's your pick? If you, I know you don't have any at the minute, but if you were to... If I was to pick one? Yeah. Haaland, I think, still. I mean, he didn't have the... It's like, I think the best tweet I saw actually about it, was I think Jeremy Carragher, Jamie Carragher tweeted after the... Caribou Cup, a Caribou Cup, the uh, Community Shield, and he put like oh, all the people who were abusing Darwin Nunes the other week are now abusing Hallen this mm. week because he hadn't scored a goal. And it's like 
he's going to score a lot of goals this season, I think. Yeah, biggest knee-jerk reaction. Like, probably didn't play a good game. I didn't watch it, as I say. I know, I mean, he missed a couple of... He missed it. Yeah, he missed it. I mean, he missed a a complete sitter. Yeah, exactly. That was pretty poor. Um, And, I mean, there was a couple of other chances that, like, just didn't quite fall for him. But, yeah, I mean, he's going to score goals this year. So, I mean, he's also playing Liverpool. I mean, it's not like he's playing like a shit team. Yeah. He's playing, playing a pretty good side. And they're not bad. I mean, yeah, probably been the Champions League this year, I reckon. Would you um, go... F- so you wouldn't get touch any of their midfielders. I know you don't have any of them, but... I had Grealish for quite a while. Uh, I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't, Honestly, at the moment, I just don't know. If I was going to have any of them, it'd probably be Grealish, maybe Foden. But Foden's obviously been in and out with... I'm not sure if he had injuries, but he's just not really played that much pre-season. Grealish just seemed to be sort of like the starter on the left-hand side who got replaced by Foden on the weekend. The reason I did have Grealish in my team pre-Community Shield, but classic knee-jerk reaction. He didn't look great, although he's been good in pre-season. And Foden came on and looked good. So it's like, well, does Grealish even start now first game week or does Foden get the nod? Or I just don't really know what's going to happen there. So it's just like, well... Why pick it all together? Exactly. Why pick a player that I'm going to be sort of choosing between when I can just have Luis Diaz, who's probably going to start, looked good, didn't have the greatest game I didn't think on the weekend against Man City, but last year just looked incredible. So yeah, um, obviously there's a lot of players we're not we haven't got in this midfield because we can only pick five. Uh, me and the biggest one, Son Sonny. Yeah, I think. It's hard. We'll we'll get on to. I mean, it's we'll get on to why we haven't got him in a minute. Yeah, of yeah, course, we can but... segue kind of nicely. I, yeah, I've of gone course. for Kane, um, and I don't. I just can't fit that many premiums in my team um, to have Son as well. Um, yeah, I just think Kane is going to score more goals. But Son had an unbelievable season last year playing through the middle, and it'd be interesting to see if he does go through the middle. Um, like Kane is playing in the number 10 role and Son's the most advanced striker. It'll be interesting to see because if that is the case, then I think he'll score a lot of goals this year um, and it'll be hard not to own him. But um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of reflected only to, like Salah, obviously super highly owned, nearly nearing 60%, but Son's only in inverted commas at 25.7%, which is still like a high ownership, but it's not astronomical. It's not um, like the vast... <laughs> This is Michael Owen commentary, but it's not the vast majority of the game. Um, and I think that is reflected in his price. You can only own so many premiums and everyone wants, you know, two at the back, Salah being a nailed on and then one of Haaland or Kane. Um, and obviously Jesus as well with his ridiculous ownership. So trying to shoehorn Son into that just doesn't really fit unless you really sacrifice elsewhere on the pitch. So... Yeah, I will certainly be keeping tabs on him because if he does score loads, then he may be a consideration. Um, and we may have to go without Salah, but we'll see. Yeah, I mean, the nice thing is, I guess, because Salah's a 13 mil, I'd say he has a really bad start to the season, you can just drop straight to Son, can't you? So, I mean, yeah, it's exactly. not it's not end of the world sort of style. Um, ironically, he's only 1% more owned than Andreas Piera. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right, you've got Josh De Silva, I've got Josh De Silva. Andreas Piera will probably start for Fulham. Josh Silva, I do not think, will start for Brentford this weekend. Yeah, I mean, it's... It, just, again, just it's... Putting, I'm just putting it out there. I mean, people who've listened... I mean, I bang on about him all the time, but I'm just just putting it out there. Well, I, can... I just mean in terms of, like, it was Pereira's the, the Nico Williams of the midfield. He is cheap, um, is, as you've said, quite likely to start. Um 
uh, and is just yeah like a playing enabler with the slight possibility of some points returns here and there. Yeah. Um, but he is playing for the worst team in the league who last time they were here didn't score many goals, probably won't score many goals this time around. Um, I don't know. It's much of a muchness, isn't it? Like, Yeah, I mean, De Silva yeah, will get minutes it, and he will so. play. Yeah, exactly. I mean, De Silva will get minutes and will play. And he's very attacking and similar likes to Pereira. But, um, and obviously, I'm just biased, so I'll pick him. But yeah, I think if I was suggesting, I'd probably go Andres Pereira as your bench fodder rather than De Silva just because he's more of a guaranteed starter and he potentially is on some set pieces as well, I've seen. Um, yeah, I mean, um, before we go to strikers... Mm-hmm. Interesting, it's not like again super highly owned, but Bruno Guimaraes at 14% owned. That's um, weird, I don't get that at all. It's in the what, how many is this? The 12 top 12 players or something like that. The, the percentage owned of midfielders. Um, yeah, I, I'm with you. He did kind of get forward towards the back end of last season, but I don't really see why so many people are flocking to him. Why would you have a bo- why would you have a box to box midfielder Bruno Himiaris at six mil when you can have Martinelli at six mil? Exactly. Or Neto at five point five or Or for half a mil more get Rashford. Yeah. Rashford, you... interesting. Yeah, I mean I spoke two weeks ago, I remember this time. Um <laughs> saying that I'm not that convinced on Rashford, but I can see the appeal. Well, you said that you you are slightly interested. For me, the jury's out until I see how he and United start the season. Interestingly, none of my team, a bit of a spoiler for the strikers, but none of my team includes any United players. Um, and I think that is symptomatic of the fact that... Wait, I'm... you haven't got Ronaldo? Oh, crap. What have I done? Crap, fuck. Or Martial. <laughs> Martial, who will be the best striker in the world. Martial, yeah. No, um, that, that yeah, just... United for me are just such an unknown entity. As I said, they've played really well in pre in preseason. Everyone is hyping them up, but for me, I just have to wait and see how they actually get on when the Premier League season starts because the Prem and preseason are two very different kettles of fish. Um, but if Rashford does play well, then six point five is very enticing. And how much is Martial? Is he like seven? Did I see seven mil? I think yeah, yeah. But, so my temptation is to go... Yeah, he is seven. My temptation is to get Rashford in. So, right, hear me out, because this might be stupid. <laughs> it's going to be stupid. It's going to be stupid. Right, Rashford's first two games, Bright- I mean, if he if he plays, this is the stupid bit about it. Brighton at home, so Brighton at Old Trafford, followed by Brentford away, right? Let, um, and let's take up the bias out for the moment. One second. Okay, hats <laughs> off. Um Brighton home, not a bad fixture. Brentford away, let's be honest, not a bad fixture. Martinelli's first two fixtures is Chris Palace away, which I think is a tough fixture. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Palace is very, very underrated, I think. Yeah. They've got his a two on the FDR. That's not a two. Vieira's done Leic- very well drilled. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and Leicester at home, which again is, it's okay. It's not great. It's not, I mean, we're still expecting Leicester to finish top half this year, aren't we? So, punt on Rashford for the first two game weeks, then get in Martinelli for a run of Bournemouth, Fulham and Aston Villa. You're not going to lose any money because obviously Rashford, if he drops, he's only at 11.8% owned, so you imagine he doesn't drop too quickly. And Martinelli might gain, so say you you might lose, let's say 0.1 of a mil maybe, and that, or maybe 0.2 of a mil of a push if Martinelli goes up and Rashford goes down. It's, it's just a thought. 
Because Rashford's yeah. run after after the first two games. But, I mean, if he's playing really well, you probably just keep him. But then he's got Liverpool. Then he's got Southampton, Leicester. So, but it's just a little bit of a punt. It's just a, just an interesting one. It's just what I'm thinking about. Because I, I, I will get on strikers in a minute. I already own an Arsenal attacker. So, do I really want to double up on Arsenal attackers? Well, this is what I said to you when you told me that you had Martinelli as well as your other unknown, unnamed uh, Arsenal attacker who yeah. no one could possibly guess. Inketia. Um, <laughs> um, I was kind of surprised. I, I, I said, do you rate Martinelli as a player? But doubling up on um, Arsenal, who again, we wait to see how well they play. But I've just tried on um, Grealish to Rashford for size. Um, and do you want to hear my in-depth reason of why I don't like it? Go on. Uh, too many players who play in red in my team. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the aesthetic. It's all about the aesthetic. If you can't make a symmetrical team, then it's not worth it. I don't know. Let us know, guys, on, on Twitter, or I don't think there are comments on our pod, but on Twitter or whatever, if that is something that plays plays in your mind on, on how your team actually looks when it lines up versus the players who are in it. I think overall it will come down to what the players are. But for me, sometimes it is genuinely like, do I have too many of one kit colour in there? <laughs> to freshen it up a little bit. It's a bit too much red. I might get a bit of blue in there actually. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that put that that burgundy's looking quite nice. Exactly. Um, yeah. Just final final one on eight. Uh, final one midfielders. Um, battle of the eight mil midfielders. Luis Diaz obviously favourite. Saka's second most owned at the moment. Uh, Mount is third. Uh, anyone that's interesting there, really. I mean, obviously Saka's interesting. Madison's obviously eight mil as well. Just it's just is there anyone in particular that's interesting for you? Um, as I say, I do really want to own a city midfielder. Oh, Mara, sorry, and Foden Obviously. and Kulusevski. Oh my god, there's yeah. loads. I mean, I'm not going to go with Kulusevski because I've already got Perisic and Kane, and that for me just feels like a little bit overboard. Um, having three Spurs to start, even though I think Spurs are going to do well this season. Um, yeah, it's a toss-up for me between Foden and Mares. I'm inclined to go with Foden just because I think he provides like a steady trickle of points, whereas Mares probably will be benched two games, but will then come and get 18 points in the next. And it's you know the same as just getting six or seven three games on the trot, um, which is the sort of thing that Foden will do. Um, so I don't know. I'm, I've kind of steered away from all of them. I only have Diaz. Um I don't know how Leicester are going to play. I don't really, I'm not that enticed by Mount until I see how he and Chelsea play this season. So yeah, I'm I'm only going with Diaz at the minute. Mm. Um, but there's so many to choose from, which is part of what makes it so difficult. So what about you? Yeah, I, I'm in agreement. I don't really like the look of the others at the, mo- at the moment. I think Luis Diaz is the, my favourite of the, mm. all of those. And it works best. Which Although, is why he'll crash and burn and they'll all smash it. Yeah, my only my only opinion of why I wouldn't have Luis Diaz is I'm very tempted to get in Darwin Nunes. Yeah, so with that, shall we talk about the strikers? Let's who talk do, about strikers. Who do you actually have? So we'll talk it from ownership forward because this is the most ridiculous ownership I have ever seen <laughs> on this game in my entire life. I don't think Gabriel, Salah's ever been this high. Gabriel Jesus is currently 70.6% owned. Um I mean, how many players are actually in the game at the moment? Because I assume that's only going to go up. Because obviously people will join the game and they'll just go, oh, well, I'll fucking have 
Uh, I'll have, I'll have, I'll have Gabriel Jesus. say at the minute, I don't think. I'll try and find it. Um, four, I think it's like four point eight million. Um, I would, I would tell you at the moment, but unfortunately, I've just been kicked out of the fucking. Oh, yeah, fucking just under five million. Just under five million. Yeah, so I mean, that's going to go up to a, I reckon, knocking on the door of seven or eight. Well, it's normally about eight or nine. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it seems to get more and more popular. So, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if that goes up to seventy-five percent, maybe even knocking on the door of eighty percent by the start of the game week. It's just a broken. It, the price is so broken because he's so cheap. The game is broken, EA Sports. The game. <laughs> Love it. Um, yeah, I mean, it's one of those where I think my personal advice would be if you don't own him, just get him because you. I don't think it's being clever not going with him. But I want to be clever, Tom. It just doesn't make sense, does it? I mean, okay, fine. He scores a two-pointer and your striker scores. But then the next week, Hazy scores, and you have seventy percent ownership against you. It's just going to be fucking. Oh, it's going to be. It's going to be. It's going to be sad. And everyone. Yeah, everyone's going to be. Everyone's going to be celebrating, and you're just going to have to sit there crying. It's just rocking <laughs> yourself in a corner in, in in the fetal position, sucking your thumb. Like basically, my advice is get Gary Hazy's, stick him in your team, and wait for his price to drop when when he does absolute shit, and then sack him off like everyone else does. Everyone will be in the same position. You're not going well, to win the FPL thing. in the that's first the week. Thing is that if you like, let's say you do go without um, Jesus and go with someone else, um, Jamie Vardy, Jamie Vardy, someone like that, um, and they score, great. You make a slight gain, but if you don't have him and um, Jesus scores and your striker doesn't, then you're just going to be in the absolute mud. And uh, as as you've so well put, if you have him and he doesn't do well, then you're hardly going to be losing out because literally everyone else is in the same position as you. So just take that L, swap him out for someone else and move on. But Yeah, he's one of, he's one of those stupid players. It's like everyone's going to own him. He's going to score a bunch of goals and no one's really going to care because it does nothing to them. Yeah, I mean, he scored, uh, he scored a hat-trick the last game they played against Sevilla. So he's kind of maintained that form. Um, and Sevilla ain't no mugs. No, they're decent. I don't know who they played in terms of who Sevilla put out oh, I against don't Arsenal. Know. But I mean, it was um, it was it's Emery who's at Sevilla as well, isn't he? So he probably would wanted to uh, get it. Get no, it he's Villarreal. Oh, is he? All oh, right. Well, then I'm wrong. So that's um, normal. Who who else have you got, Tom? Uh, Harry Kane. Harry Kane. Um, yeah, I've gone Kane. So I think it's Kane versus Haaland, isn't it? So yeah. I was going to mention it because obviously we talked about Son a minute ago. But I thought I'd wait till we get to forwards. I did think about earlier going, right, I won't get Harry Kane. I'll go for another, like, I'll go for, for example, drop him to sort of a Darwin Nunes and then have Son instead. And I thought about it. And it's like, well, that's all good and well. But say, okay, I start the, I start this I start this week with Harry Kane and he does shit. And Haaland bags a a brace. It's like, well, it just gives me no flexibility to move to Haaland. And or another way around for start with Haaland gives me no flexibility to go with Kane, and I think that throughout the season you're going to want to own one of them because I feel like they're going to score shitloads of goals this year. Yeah, I mean, did we talk about it on air? Did about? Um, yeah, you did. You literally just finished talking about um, people shitting on Haaland because he missed a couple of chances. Um, you're right; he is going to score a lot. Interestingly, he's double the percentage owned that Kane is. Um, he was in my, no, he wasn't in my first draft. He was in my last one. Um, 
but I've kind of swung away from him. Not anything to do with the community shield, but I just think Saul Kane has got a couple of goals in preseason. Um, and kind of, I feel like I've got better cover having Kane and Grealish or Mares or Foden than I would do having Haaland and Kulisevsky. So, um, that's kind of the reason why I've gone for Kane and partnered him up with Jesus as well. And then, as I mentioned, I've just got Taylor as enabling bench fodder. Um, do you have a bench fodder as well for your third No, striker? I don't. I am playing a 3-4-3 a three, three at the moment. Who's your third striker? I have Brian and Bummo. Oh, yes. You up did. top. Yeah. The woodwork merchant himself. <laughs> um, yeah, I heard he's, he's got been... a carpentry job on the side as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, he has to keep putting up goalposts because he keeps breaking them. <laughs> He's been ridiculous in preseason. He's so much better. Um, ironically, it's the complete opposite of what everyone wants because he is a striker playing as a right winger. But his numbers from right wing is just so much better, and he will be so much better on the right wing. Um, I have he was Darwin Nunes up until a few days ago. The problem I had is it meant Luis Diaz became a four point five million pound midfielder, which in Andres Pierre it was, which gave me two four point five mids. And then Darwin Nunes up top, and it just doesn't feel very flexible. Um, yeah, it doesn't feel very flexible at all, actually. So, uh, I'm still tempted. I'm still tempted to drop him to four point five, and then maybe put it more in defence. But I feel like I can. If it, if it all goes to shit and it doesn't work, I can wild card. But just with Brentford's fixtures after the first two, I want one of their attackers, and I think Tony's too expensive. That's the issue. Seven mil is like you don't. There's not really room for a seven mil striker from Brentford. There's a seven mil striker from Man United in Martial, if he played and if Ronaldo fucked off. Um, which I think, it, just on on complete side note, can he just fuck off now? It's really it's just boring <laughs> me now. The man, the man's a joke, isn't he? Um, talk about talk about ru- ruining legacy in Man United. Um, but yeah, Embo uh, is interesting. Really good off the right. Looks so much better. Looks way more. Just getting into it's a bit like if Salah became a striker, would you still own him? And I'm not comparing obviously Brian and Moy to Mo Salah, but do you know what I mean? Well, if, I if Salah became a striker <laughs> this year, but, but but basically, I am because Brian Moy is one of the best players in the world. But do you know what, I mean, from the pricing point of view, if Salah was a striker, how like he would still be massively owned, wouldn't he? Yeah, so Mbomo going to a striker and playing in a in his preferred position is better for is better for him. And makes his price point six mil not actually that makes it quite palatable for me. It also, um, if he was a midfielder, then you would probably struggle to fit him in because there's so much competition in midfield. Yeah, and there's obviously competition in um, striker position, but at his price point, there isn't really because he's um, not quite an enabler in terms of being like four point five mil. But he's not a premium or mid price striker. He's a bit cheaper. So, yeah. Um... Yeah, pretty much. Uh, and none of the other six mils really interest me. They're all like sort of the up and coming team. So, like, I mean, Mitrich 6.5. You've got obviously like the, the new signings at Forest, which isn't interesting. Solanke, no. There's no one. I mean, apart from Jesus, Haaland, and Kane, there's no one really that interests me. And Darwin Nunes is the one, obviously. Oh, he's yeah. so, so good in the Community Shield. Well, as I say, I didn't get to watch the game, but he. Um... Took his goal very well, but also his positioning to to be there to um, head that home was also very 
Um, I what's the word I'm looking for? It was, it was a good omen. I can't think of the word I'm actually looking for, but it was promising to see that him his positioning was so on point. Getting in the right positions, doing the right thing. Yeah. Um, L- looked I, like he knew. Look, looked like he knew what he was doing as a professional footballer. Surprisingly, yeah, looked like he knew as a sixty-four million pound striker that he knew how to put the ball in the net. Which he is, knew how to strike. Good. Yeah, the striker um, knew how to strike, and the forward knew how to get forward. I did. I did um, have Tony in my first draft instead of did Jesus. You? Yeah. I think it'll be great this year. I just think at the moment, a seven million and the way that all the teams are set up, because all the prices are quite cheap, it just doesn't really leave you room for him. Like, I'd be sacrificing quite a lot to get him in, as someone who obviously wants him in. I mean, I'd have to go with like Neto down to a four point five to give you the extra mil to get up to Tony. Don't really like that because I think Neto is really good at four. Then I have to go Martinelli down to a six mil. That's the other option. You get like Leon Bailey, but then it's like, well, he'll maybe he'll play the first few games, but is he going to start going forward? Not sure. Martelli was more nailed there. Perisic down to 4.5. Not even going to slightly consider that. And Cancelo or Trent out of my team. Yeah, no thank you. Or I could be really rogue and get, get Jesus out of my team and be that guy. Hey well, guys, look at me. That... I didn't go Gabriel Jesus. What a legend. This is the thing that having Tony for, for the extra one mil to have Jesus and cover off the 70% ownership just makes so much more sense. And the fact that he probably will repay those 70% of managers and uh, will probably, well, I'd, I'd go so far as to say score more goals than Tony this year. But with that said, Brentford do have a good like first start to the season. Like They do have Leicester away, which somehow is a four, but United at home is a three. Um, I think it's just home home versus away. Yeah, like, but even uh, so, like... Off the no, last year, our, our former home was very, very good. But I think like, through... Leicester's form last year, you'd probably suggest it was a three, even though it is away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anywho, they, st- they still then go on to play Fulham, Everton, Palace, Leeds, Southampton, Arsenal, Bournemouth, Newcastle, Brighton in their first 11 games. So um, even if they don't win those games, there's probably goals to be had there. So, um, But yeah, if you can own... Uh, and Burma, is he 5.5, 6? 6, he is 6. So it's like... To own him instead of Tony um, for those good running games probably makes more sense. So, yeah, I don't hate him. Um, but, yeah, kind of briefly talked about him. You said that uh, Darwin is very much a consideration for me. He's already 20% owned, uh, or 19, rather, but 9 million. Um, I'd love to know how many of those were after the Community Shield. Yeah. Because he, he was a joke. I think he was owned before that. No, I don't know if you. I don't know if you can see like transfers in in a week, sort of thing. Because that would be really interesting just to see like what what's what's happened in the last sort of, uh, yeah, in in like the last few. No, it doesn't say at all. That's a shame. Um, I'm sure there must be a way to look at it, but no, uh, at the moment I can't see it. But yeah, really good. I, uh, it, yeah, he will be at some point in the season. He will be worth nine point five. You know, because we, we talked about obviously like a couple of weeks ago. We were like, oh, we're not going to own him this year because he's just too expensive. I'm pretty sure we'll own him now at some point. That's how good he looked. He yeah. was so, so good. It was ridiculous. Well, like, if... He just... Sorry. He just... Um... Yeah, he just he lo- he just made all of the right runs and uh, will we'll definitely be good this year. Yeah, I mean, if, um, if he does come good, then you could probably think about dropping Diaz for some... Well, this is very dependent on whether Diaz plays well, but let's say he doesn't, you could very easily drop Diaz to fodder and swap your kind of midfield balance around so you can maybe go to a well you're already playing a 3-4-3 but for me I could go to a 3-4-3 or a 4-3-3 and have Nunes starting 
yeah. and, and bump. Mm, on Nuno, I think actually on Nunes though, what I will say is, you've obviously got Bobby Firmino still there. Mm. And so whether in the first game does he start and with Bobby? Jota. And Jota's obviously injured at the moment, isn't he? So I don't know how long he's out for though. Yeah, but just in, in the season in general. Yeah, yeah of course, yeah. But I guess I mean, if you've got Salah and Diaz, you obviously cover off. If Say Darwin comes on and scores. Well, more than likely, if you will. I mean, most people own Trent. Most people own Salah. And then if you own Diaz, you're probably going to get the assist if Darwin scores because surely one of those three is giving them the yeah. assist unless it's probably unless Robbo. It's so, yeah, exactly, <laughs> unless it's Robbo. So, um, yeah, it's quite interesting. Um, we always do it, and so it's interesting. Um Top four and relegation three. I mean, I think I mean that's all of the players, isn't it? I mean, we're pretty much. Doing it. I'm sure there'll be some people that come out of nowhere, like as they always do every year, and everyone flocks to them, as it does yeah. every single year. I mean, I, I would say that I'm surprised by um, Martial's seem seeming inclusion in the United squad. I mean, it's obviously a fresh manager and stuff, but he looked like he was good. well on his way out of there. Um, he actually looked good. Yeah. But just, just you know, the fact that he was brought into the fold at all before then actually playing and looking good, like, um, yeah, I was just a bit surprised. But, you know, as I say, it's a clean slate. If he comes in, if the manager comes in and Martial puts in a shift and he, um, you know, appreciates what he sees, then there's no reason why he can't stick around. But Do you think he'll finally embrace the meme? What, being the best in the world? Being the best in the world. I mean, he is the best in the world. Now that Sadio Mane is left, he's um, yeah. the best football player in the world. Um, I don't know. Could be good. Yeah, I actually think he might sometimes, be good. Sometimes you like timing is key and obviously he's still got the talent, but capitalizing on it at a certain age or just a certain point in your career. Would you define him as sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit? Yeah. I think General Gatuso summed up perfectly when he said that. So uh, he was obviously talking about Martial when he said that. I think so. It wasn't AC Milan, but um yeah, top Top four, bottom three. Um, Who's winning the league? Oh God, um, last year I thought it was going to be a four-way fight between Liverpool, City, Chelsea, and United, and was horribly wrong. I mean, Chelsea started well, but ended up just being a one-horse race, and then Liverpool came back into it very late on. Um, <laughs> top four. Let me see the table, how it stands, and I'll try and. Uh, I don't think. Can I do that? Yes, I can. Um, bottom three, I'm going to go full and bottom. Sorry, but just think it's going to happen. I think, um, sadly, Forest will also go straight back down. I think they'll be exciting, um, but I don't think they'll have enough. Um, and then final relegation position. It's really boring to just say all of the newly promoted teams, but you can say all the you can say all of the newly promoted teams. Yeah, I think it is just going to be that way. Um, yeah, as Backstreet Boy said, "What you want it that way." Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Who do you think? Bournemouth will be bottom. They just haven't signed enough players. Fulham, after that, I mean, again, they just haven't really signed anyone. I think they've got like I think it's something stupid like two. Or three fit centre backs. I want to say it's two. I so I did hear I did hear something. That apparently, Bournemouth apparently in, on the friendly on the weekend only had six players on the bench as well. Nice. Yeah, that's not good, is it? Fulham nineteenth, and I'm going Everton. Really? Yeah, 
I, I mean, Nottingham Forest have bought a lot, whether that's one of those like classic like Fulham a few years ago where they just signed loads of players and it didn't work. But I think, wait, I've also heard a stupid fact here. I want to say, right, and this might be wrong, so please, if I'm incorrect, as per normal, just ignore me. They are currently the fifth highest um, fifth highest spenders in the transfer market in the entirety of Europe. Is that so? Not in a forest. All right. They spent 144 million. That's light. They spent 85 million. Is that, I mean, they've got Henderson coming on loan as a goalkeeper. And is that Wayne Hennessy? Yeah. Hennessy is free transfer. Premier League um, pedigree. Jesse Lingard. Jesse Lingard has come in. Who they're spending £200,000 a week on. What the fuck is that about? Mental. I'm so surprised that he went for Forest. I feel, I thought it was a no-brainer to go to West Ham. but Yeah, but they only, they only offered £150,000 a week, so oh, got £50,000 a week more. I don't know. That's I just think looking at, looking at their squad, like Bournemouth and um, the Forest squad, they do have Premier League experience and quality like littered throughout it and Forrest have signed that Neocarte from Mainz who I only know from FIFA and seems like a decent player um, but I just don't think they've got enough strength and depth I mean on fantasy Forrest have a, a bigger squad depth they've got 28 play- players versus Bournemouth's 23 but yeah I just don't think they've got um to be fair, Watford had like twelve strikers last year as well, and they didn't go, they didn't stay up. So yeah, this is true, but they were also shit. So <laughs> I'm surprised no one's taken Emmanuel Dennis. Actually, complete sidetrack, but yeah. But but yeah, I mean, going back to Lingard, like it's just interesting that he's gone for a team that I mean, like it's you never know. Like he might like obviously money probably is a big factor. Like fifty k a week over how many years of the deal he signed is a lot of money uh, between signing for West Ham and Forest, but. Signing for a team that will be push well playing in Europe and pushing for more European football and higher, and yeah. probably you know I would not hesitate to say most likely starting if not a very important squad player versus okay guaranteed to get minutes at Forest and it might be an exciting project and being paid more money but I think it's very likely they're going to get relegated. Do you want to um, um, do you want to hear what I heard which is quite funny the other day about Jesse that? Lingard? It's like well why would he want to go to West Ham and play? In the Premier League and in Europe, think about the amount of games he has to play. So he's obviously earning more money per game at, at Nottingham Forest as well. So, uh, yeah, just I'm made sure me laugh. Jesse Lingard was um, on the economics of it all and yeah, he was like, he was like, well, why would I want to play fifty games a season when I can play thirty-six games a season and get more money for it? Yeah, find it weird, very strange. Um, not nothing against it. I, I know I quite like Nottingham Forest do well this year, yeah. but I do well, think Everton will think be it, the final drop place. Michael Owen, it can go one or two ways. Um, the other step or state will go down exactly I think they could very well do a Sheffield United and have like a blind of a first season take the Premier League by storm and surprise everyone but whilst that is a possibility and Lingard could be at the centre of that I think the more likely possibility is that they get relegated Southampton could be in with a shout of going down they were they ended up quite close to the drop last year I think signed some good youngsters haven't they Uh, like Lavia obviously and only a couple places above, sorry, a couple points above Leeds. They were certainly involved with the relegation scrap. Um, so, yeah, Southampton could certainly get pulled into it and Leeds. I think Leeds have recruited quite well. Very well, yeah. They've sold Phillips and Rafinha, who were their two best players. But 
I think they've used that money quite wisely in the yeah in the interim. Sign some exciting players. Um, um, so who's winning the league? You scared the question. You can't. You can't just. Uh, well, I was just about to come back around to it. I was just about to come back around to it. I think nailed on to be in the top four, Liverpool City. Um, joining them. No, 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 no. You can't sit on the fence. Who's I'm winning not, the league? I'm not. I'm getting there. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm, all right. I'm, I'm, just you know, slow, slowly okay, winding okay. up, te- teasing okay. the listeners before we get to get in the water. I mean, everyone's probably switched off by now, anyway, yeah, haven't probably, they? So, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, so Liverpool City—that's the Michael Owen coming out of the way. Um, oh, it's it's a it's a six-way race for this: the Arsenal, uh, Chelsea, United, and Spurs are all in contention for getting those final two top four spots. So, but I'm going to go with, Spurs and Man United. Ooh, okay. No, I take that back. Spurs and Chelsea. I think United will improve. I think they'll finish fifth and just about miss out. But I think, um, they've obviously got Cristiano. Um, who may well leave, um, and we'll wait to see how Martial and Rashford perform. But I just think Chelsea defensively are much more solid. Have had more seasons working with Tuchel to you know, you know they're they're much better rehearsed and they know each of them know what they're doing, the job they've got. Um, it'll be interesting to see who scores the goals for Chelsea. But yeah, I think Conte will work his magic with Spurs this year and they'll be fourth, Chelsea maybe third, but it'll be quite tight. And then winning the league, um I want to back my boys. Okay. I think Fair enough. So yeah. Man Man City then yeah. 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 Um I think it will be very closely run, but Haaland will be a success for sure. De Bruyne will be unreal. But I think yeah. Liverpool just have slightly have the upper upper hand. Okay, uh, Man United didn't finish sixth. Arsenal going to finish fifth. Chelsea going to finish fourth. Spurs going to finish third. Liverpool second. Man City top. Done. Yeah, I mean I can't disagree with that too much. Um, Eric ten Eric ten Hag to be sacked after ten months and everyone sucked <laughs> on there in ten buttons. <laughs> right, I mean we we've certainly waffled on for long enough. So shall we? Is that all we got time for? I think so. Um, we could give a, a quick look ahead to the the fixtures actually for the first game week. Yeah, why not? Palace I mean, Arsenal. we're rambling on already. Yeah. Let's do it. Palace Arsenal kick us off. Um, well, Palace Palace have already guaranteed a one nil win in that game because Arsenal always lose first game of the season. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think I think that'll be a draw, a score draw. Um, the fact the fact everyone owns all the Arsenal attackers and they're playing Palace first game of the season that means they're gonna lose. Yeah, and not score. <laughs> I think it'll be a score draw. As we've said, Palace are no mugs. Vieira got them very well drilled. Um, had a very solid season last year. Uh, Liverpool, thump Fulham, Salah with a hat-trick. No, are you, wait, yeah, so are you, are you, who are you captain? Salah? It's on Salah at the minute. It could move to Kane, who has yeah. also looked in good form and has a very good record against Southampton home and away, but mm. especially at home. Um, but so, Fulham do also only have two fit centre-backs. So. Yeah, and they're Fulham. And Salah is Salah, so yeah, I think those those are the standout games. West Ham City, uh, obviously, will be a good game. Obviously, Leicester, Brentford. 
Leicester Brentford, everyone will be tuning in. Oh, wait. Not on telly. Ah, that's awkward. It is awkward, isn't it? <laughs> Sky Sports. Everyone who on... wants to watch who wants to watch Man United versus Brighton or West Ham versus yeah, Man City? No one wants the... to see the biggest managerial hire in the year. Like over the over the Titans of Leicester versus the the dominatrix of Brentford, that went weird. Dominatrix. <laughs> what goes on in West London? Uh, what goes on in my head? That's more of the question, I think, actually. So, um, yeah, apparently that happened. Um, great. A win for Toon against newly promoted Forest <clears throat> as well, probably. Yeah, Trippy with three assists. That's why I'm going to own him. Yeah. You're going to captain him. Do it if you're bad. No, obviously not. <laughs> not an idiot. <laughs> well, you did just say he's going to get three assists. So. He might do. Might I won't be captain. I won't be captain though. <laughs> you could tell. I think you could tell me if you like. You know, that sort of like Back to the Future almanac. If you told me Paris, actually no. Why would I not do that? I was going to say you could tell me Trippy's going to get three assists and Salah's going to blank and not still probably captain Salah. So but that's just me being an idiot. So Spurs beating Southampton. Yeah. Yeah. I mean Chelsea. Chelsea going to rip apart Everton. I don't know. Do you not? I mean, I'm Goodison not, I'm not be, Goodison. Goodison. I mean Tarkovsky's come in. Um, which is good Premier League experience. They uh, did lose 4 0 to Minnesota FC, though, a few weeks ago. Okay, yeah, Chelsea going to thump them. <laughs> I think they did actually win the other day. Uh, they won like 3 0 at, I can't remember who they're playing, Dino but. Kiev, I think it was. Dinamo Kiev. Against Dinamo Kiev. Yeah. Oh, right. Who haven't played a game in like 10 months because yeah. the league's been cancelled. So. Well, and also because of winter and all sorts. Yeah, so. That, that's. I mean, that's. Probably even worse than playing Minnesota in FC, isn't it? So at the moment, poor Dean Wakeyev. Um, yeah, they've got Leicester, Brentford. Brentford was going to win that twelve nil. Um, Man United, Brighton. United will probably win, won't they? Yeah, I mean Potter always has Brighton well drilled and um, not just well drilled, but playing good football. So, but yeah, you'd think with all the hype around United that it would um, be quite the upset for them to. To not get the win there, but we've seen stranger things happen, especially season four. Yeah, and finally, Man City to lose to West Ham on first day of the season. Uh, let's hope so. Um, be interesting to see if that Skamaka comes in from Italy and um, plays well, priced at seven mil. Um, but yeah, I think West Ham will be a force this year, so that's not a, an easy game for City to start with, but. Yeah, I mean, mm. I think I'm actually looking forward to it. We're we're going to be away on our our golf weekend this this week. So, God, we sound so poncy, don't we? Yeah, but we will bloody love the golf. So, oh, bloody cares? love the golf. Um, so we'll be trying to catch up with these games as and when we can. Um, but yes, well, we'll certainly watch the Friday night game to start the season off. Probably I mean, won't. I expect I expect to be absolutely broken on Monday when we record next week. Broken men. Oh yeah, when I've shot like back to back 140s, yeah, oh absolutely oh, gorgeous. <laughs> chef's, chef's kiss that is. But with the handicap I've got, that'll probably bring me back into the pack. So you know, we are we are doing a t- we are doing a team event as well. And me and Cam are on opposite teams. So when I wipe the floor with Cam's team, it's gonna be absolutely <laughs> delicious. I'll be I will be bragging about it next week. We'll so. give you the update when Tom Tom's crying. When Tom doesn't show up next week for the recording, we'll know why. Yeah, well, I'm probably still on the golf course, still like stuck in a bunker somewhere. Trying, so. to, find, trying to find your ball. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can join the league this year, as per normal. Um, yeah, we have a lot of entries this year. It's going to be good. It's a good. It's a good. There's a. I mean, I think we're. I think we're even up to three pages now. Oh, not quite. 
almost. It's not bad. Um, you can join this league this year using the code BJ3GEE. Yes, that is correct. BJ3GEE. Lovely. So immature. Um, there will be a prize. Um, I, I think we might need to clarify this, really. The prize probably will have to be to someone based in the UK. Because unfortunately, we're not that rich. <laughs> the PMP um, might be a bit much. It might be a bit much for the PMP, especially if you're based in like Australia or I don't know South Africa. We'll try. We'll, we'll, we'll see what we can do. I mean, just, I mean, not being biased, but let's just hope someone in England wins because then we don't have to have this problem. Because then it will come home again for the second time. It will come home again for the second time. If you are based not in the UK, I apologise for that because. I mean, basically, we're just we've just fully assumed ourselves with Brexiteers there, haven't we? Um, <laughs> so yeah, you come come. Oh, yeah, well, I, hope <laughs> um, I mean, we're surely we me between me and you, we're the, we're the two people. We, we're definitely not. So um, yeah, so come join the come join the league. It'll be a good fun anyway. If you if you're not if you're not in it, so um, you can you can follow us on Twitter. The normal FPL by Dummies is our main tag, and you can follow me FPL Dummy Tom and Cam is FPL Dummy Cameron and. Anything else to add? Is there anything I've missed? No, I don't think so. We've obviously had the makeover recently, so we've gone Ooh, yeah, we have nice, uh, sexy, sexy, sexy yellow, yellow, yellow uh, theme this year. So, how we feel when our teams do really poorly yellow? Yeah, it will be yellow. Oh, I will add. You, I, something I did remember. You know, I said the other, other week that you can't rate us on Spotify. Now you can. Now you can. Um, so yeah. Give us those five-star reviews on Spotify. Um, if you're going to give us a one-star review, don't bother. <laughs> Thanks. Cheers, boys. Bye. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see you on the flip side of game week one. And, uh, yeah, see you next week. Bye for now.